Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal on my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two you'd mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, consider help get the word out on the streets via social media, five-star rating and review, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Dan Rather. Courage is being afraid, but going on anyhow. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 274. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Excited to be back performing in Minnesota again. Thanks so much to all the venues that decided to have me back. This year will rock, if I have anything to say about it anyway. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Saturday, I played Eagle Lounge in Fox Creek, Wisconsin. Rocked my new Hazer machine. Happy birthday, Teresa. I had a blast doing the Poco one-two punch with DJ Gino DJing on my set breaks. Upcoming shows. Thursday, January 14th, 2021, I'll be playing a BDL club in Roseville, slash St. Paul, Minnesota, from 6 to 9 p.m. Friday, January 15th, I'll be playing an ingredients in Wiper Lake, Minnesota, from 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, January 16th, I'll be playing at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota, from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. It's part one of two with founder and host of the online news outlet Dryden Wire, Ben Dryden. We talk the beginnings of Dryden Wire, behind the scenes, recording mishaps, ideal song intros, and more. Enjoy the conversation. So I got a question for you. So in my end of work, let's say... I don't like a musician very much, or I don't like a certain genre of music very much. I don't like pop country. I really don't, you know, but I have pop country Wait, people what's pop on. Con- I didn't know that was a thing. I'm sorry. I'm not on country. top of the music industry. I don't know anything about music. Yeah. So Everything I listen to is like 80s and 90s music. That's it, dude. Yeah, I love that stuff too. But like, so what's pop, it, like country? pop country would be like, let's say, the stuff you're playing, let's say you're from Spoon, you live in Spooner, right? When you go to the gas station, uh, filling up, then the music they have on when you're filling up gas, it sounds like kind of pop music, yet it's country music. It's just oh. cheesy modern country is what I would call it. But a lot of people, it's very popular, but it's not oh. my cup of tea. But I do have guests that are in a country realm, and I used to play in a country band for years, but like, so I have to try to you know, put that over or, or kind of find the good and all that stuff. So how do you sure. stay neutral? 
let's say you're interviewing somebody that is like the opposite of what you feel or of your beliefs and how do you like for the Dryden Wire show, like for me, I'm just interviewing musicians and news people and whatever. This is like politics. People are passionate about that stuff. I can't imagine, obviously. But how do you stay neutral during this whole, especially like an election year? Yeah, I think a lot of that probably, uh, and I can't take credit for this at all. It's, uh, I'm pretty much apolitical to begin with. It's the, I, I like the game, not so much the player. It's not that I don't like the individuals, but... A Republican and a Democrat, I, they come and go, right? There's an election, they go. I, that's fine. Um, I really don't, like in my personal life, have any belief system there. I can see a lot of really benefits and positive things that come from the Democratic platform and certainly ones from the Republican platform. Some I agree with, some maybe not so much on both sides. Ultimately, I think the benefit is to having the Republican and Democrat split is the, the, the brilliance in this is when they can compromise. When they compromise, that's actually when the best laws, in my opinion, that's when those things get done. Because uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, I mean, like literally take like the most controversial topic ever, abortion. Republicans have a very strong view, and it's very one way, and Democrats have a completely different view. Well, there's actually some in between there. So I think when they can do that, it's great. But it's actually easy for me. And again, it's not I, I, I can't take credit for it because I don't work on it. Like my mom says, I, I can't be uh, say I'm better than somebody else because um, I'm a non-smoker. But she said, I've never been tempted to have a cigarette. So I really can't take credit for being a non-smoker because it just never tempted me. When it comes to politics and the people that are on, I, I don't really have a strong belief on one side or the other. So I think that just makes it a little easier for me because there's nothing that they could say that I disagree with. Now, certainly there are some that have said things that I disagree with uh, on, on a certain topic or a certain thing, but... You know, I just want I want to make sure that everyone that is watching these live chats get a chance to see the person, right, the human being. Because if you come on and you're a Democrat, I think I have a pretty good idea what your platform is. <laughs> Democratic platform, I, I get who you are, like for the most part, you know what I mean? And Republicans, same thing. So who cares? I don't, who wants to listen to a half an hour? You're just spewing Republican or Democratic stuff jargon and you're ugh. how about we get to know the person now granted you're on the show because of your title or if you're a candidate for something but i want to get to know the person more importantly i want all of our viewers to get to know the person because you can put out press releases and news releases and 15 second ads on tv but we don't get to know you so i just want it to be like what you and i are doing now just a casual chat nothing written down. We, we're just talking so I think you learn more in 30 to 40 minutes uh, about the person when you can see them, you can hear them, and they're not actually even talking about politics right now. They're talking about something wildly different in their personal life. But you get to see a lot of their character in that time. So uh, I guess that's a very long way of saying it's not very difficult because I just want to get to know the person. So if you're apolitical, what made you want to start a political show? Well, we don't really have a political well, news, show per se. News outlet, we I did guess. do, yeah. So I started Dryden Wire. That was different, right? Uh, that's a whole other story. Uh, but because I tend to ramble on, so I'll stick to your actual question. <laughs> um, and, and so when it comes to the political stuff, we do these uh, chats. We like meet the candidate. We did on Fridays after the primary, and then through. I think we had the uh, six Democrats, six Republicans on for uh, so twelve total and six 
uh, it was every Friday, I believe, of six different races that we were kind of following. Uh, I like doing those. Again, I, I enjoy doing this. I feel like it's like almost like a PSA. Um, people get to see the candidate that they want to vote for. Um, and we've had several people say, you know, I was actually going to vote for someone. And then I listened and like, man, that dude's a jerk. Or, wow, that person's arrogant. And maybe that changed them. And, which is weird, right? Because that's a lot of responsibility on our side. Uh, but it really was never meant to be a political thing. I started driving wide just because it, it seemed like there was this dead zone of media in northwest Wisconsin, like north of Eau Claire, east of the Twin Cities, and south of Superior Duluth. There's like these six counties, and that's six counties that we covered. There's no local weather station. There's no TV station. You got weekly newspapers, which that still blows my mind. Like people will pay for old news. Like that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, I, I get if you want to pay for news, and I get if you don't mind old news, but you're literally paying for old news. But but we've just recently, in the last couple of years, started getting into a lot more of the political stuff because, honestly, that's what people wanted to see, and that's what they want to read, and that's what they want to hear. And that was one of our kind of our core missions when we first started this fi- a little over five years ago, whether it's on our website at drydenware.com or all the things that we post or our shows when we have politicians on, was uh, we want to... We want to make sure that we have the most informed citizenry possible. They're back in stock. Ran out of the last batch of winter beanies within two weeks. So to the wonderful customers we had to turn away, come on back to 45th Parallel. Might as well stay for drinks and pizza while you're at it. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened the doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy. Slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45thparallelstillery.com for hours and more information. So when you're looking for quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians, try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. Right. So we're not trying to lead anyone anywhere. We want to be unbiased in everything we do because there's no benefit in being biased in anything. Everyone's got their opinions, but how many times do you look at news? Actually, you may not even want to anymore, right? Because it's just, uh, it just sucks my energy and all this stuff. And on CNN, they, they lean so far this way and Fox and this way. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Why would we do that? So we just wanted to create something that was for our six county radius. It, that was unbiased. It's free, of course. It does the opposite of what everybody else does. Try to be innovative as possible. Do some of these live chats. It, and it's just kind of grown from there. If you're not getting news in that area, in the six-county area, um, where do you get your news from that you share on Dryden Wire? Good question. Well, first, actually, our problem is that there is too much news, not too much. There is so much news in our area. We just simply can't cover it. And that is one of the, I guess, kind of downsides of, of, of us being free. We don't have a ton of revenue. We rely on local advertisers and we rely on some Google ads because that actually helps uh, with some offset, some revenue things because we're up to, I think, uh, about 600,000 paid views a month. I mean, we basically do more in two days than any local news outlet does with their paper and they're online in an, in an entire week. That 
combined for them, and we do that easily in a month. Actually, just this last weekend, I think we had like 80,000 people in two days. I mean, the, so our problem is we can't raise our ad prices for our local advertisers because it's a small area. You can't afford it. Sure, this ad's worth you know, $1,500 a month. Who can afford that? So we use Google AdSense to try to uh, offset some of that because if there's a bigger story or something, then, then you know, we get paid a little bit more through Google Ads. So that's nice. Um, what the shoot, hell is you know Google what? Ads? I mean, I have uh, sponsors, those... too. I was going to ask you, like, who was your first sponsors? When did you start getting sponsors? I got a few for this show. But Google uh, Ads sounds pretty cool, dude. Well, it's Google AdSense, and it really it, it's it, um, it's it's would obviously be for a website. You you go and you sign up. It's a, kind of a it's not that lengthy of a process, but you go through it. I think we did this after I think it was in 2017 we started, and you know we're making like fit, I don't know 50 bucks a month maybe off of it. But our first year, so we started in October 2015, and I, so our first calendar year of 2016, I think we made I don't. Uh, I don't believe at any point uh, we made more than $300 a month. And I'm talking for our entire website, right? Not not like we didn't do shows back then or podcasts, nothing back then. So it was, it was a whole, but we knew this kind of going into it that, okay, you know, the, the 80% of businesses fail in the first two years type thing. Well, that's because you, you want all the rewards and don't want to put in the work right away. So I went into it knowing, all right, I'm, I literally, I sold my car. I think at the time I was 37. I literally moved up to our Washburn County and was in my parents' basement living there. I'm a third. It was a 37 year old, unemployed, divorced uh, person living in my parents' basement. I'm a total cliche, right? But it's like, but I need to do this. So I sold everything I had. I cashed out all my stock stuff, everything I had, and I'm like, I know I'm going to be broke for two years. I took out credit cards, and not saying I wasn't going to pay them. I knew eventually I was going to have to pay them. But I, I'm just paying on interest. I'm just going to max them out just to stay alive because you still got bills. You still have other things you have to pay for. So we knew those first two years were going to be horrific. And no kidding, brother, they were bad. I look back now, and if I knew then what I know now, I don't know if I'd do it again. Uh, those are seven-day work weeks, 16-hour days, and it's just you. And you have no money coming in, and it was just terrible. But one of our, again, our core mission thing type stuff was to be adaptable and flexible. So it's it's not that it was going to fail. It was just we haven't figured it out yet. So maybe some things that we were doing using Google Analytics, this didn't work. And then this didn't work. So um, our first year, I think, again, I don't think we made ever over $300 a month. And then the next year, we included Google Ads, which is through AdSense. And uh, that went, you know, okay. 50 bucks or something. But of course, now that we have our numbers are just off the charts. Uh, well, that sounds pretentious, but they're exceptionally well for an, our area. So now we're actually doing pretty well, which is great. And because the goal is after five years, which is just last month, we want to be in the position where we can start hiring more writers, m covering more things. Because going back to one of your original questions here was, where do I get the news if it's not from our area? The thing is, there's a ton of news, ton of news in our area. We just don't have the staff to go out and get them. We don't go to certain things. So we kind of fill it with other stuff, but like a newspaper. Now, maybe not in the Twin Cities, but certainly over here, north of Wisconsin, small communities, everything is a weekly paper. They always try to have their one above the fold, you know, story, like one good story a week, right? And then the rest is all submitted. It's all obituaries, which we also do, but, you know, it's just, 
all, all the fill stuff. But for us, we have to have we like to have a, a, a above the fold article every single day, because you know we're not a weekly thing. It's digital. It's now. It's on your phone. It's free. It's whatever. So we use all that stuff from everywhere else, and that could be we've signed up for so many things. We get about two hundred fifty emails a day, and it's just kind of filtering through and going, okay, is this relevant? Is this relevant? Is this not relevant? Uh, so it takes a little while to kind of go through some of that stuff, uh, but if we can get into a position which it looks like we're going to be able to starting next year to start hiring some writers and reporters. The goal really would be to not really have a whole lot of fill of anything, you know, more of the hyper Northwest Wisconsin uh, local and community news, but we don't want to charge anyone for any of our content because that's not really informing your citizenry when they got to pay. So what have you always had a passion for news? You're describing this no. this lifestyle change, this this commitment. It almost sounds like a musician moving to Nashville or my story moving to the Twin Cities with nothing mm-hmm. and just kind of trying to make it. So what sparked this passion for you to start this Dryden Wire or local news? You're so local, so loyal to that area. I think I'm a masochist. That's the best I can come up with. <laughs> Right. I just, I just love punishment, I guess. Uh, no, the reason it started because I came up here because my parents uh, live in Washburn County, of course, in outside of Shell Lake. My dad's a former Washburn County sheriff, just retired a couple years ago. And it, obviously I would come up here all the time and see my parents on, you know, once a month at the weekends. And it just happened to be, it was in, uh, I think it was October, 2014. It was in the fall or no, I think it was the beginning of October, 2015. I came up and there was a local paper and it was on their, you know, their, their coffee table and it was on a Saturday. I was there, and the paper said, you know, came out on you know that week or no, yeah, it was that week. But it was the the headline or the the above the fold article was about the oh, what do they call that when they do football? The one big game for everyone in high school, um, uh, state or something? No, it's not that. It's like in the uh, you know they uh, homecoming, right? Homecoming. Is that it? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, whatever. There you go. So they had this and I'm like, oh, OK, I haven't followed this in a long time. So I was reading it, but it was like from a week and a half ago. <laughs> and it was there above the it was there, you know, above the fold story because they have a deadline like Monday or Tuesday. So the paper comes out into the week. But the story is from the previous Friday. And I'm like, what is this? This is this is old. This is their featured story with something from a week and a half ago. This is stupid. <laughs> and. And mom said, why? Why? Because I think uh, think it was in Eau Claire, because I was living in the Twin Cities for a while before that. So for the folks that heard the ID commercial last week to continue this saga, my mom got a new microwave this week and had to bring the old one back up to our snow-covered cabin. Copper the Wonder Gold and I didn't have as much luck this time, but using a boat oar and the power of my four-wheel drive, we plowed out of that driveway. Mission accomplished in my black Jeep Cherokee again from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles in my old car, just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff couldn't more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as they call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court, Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. So I don't know. I just use my phone and there's all you know all the news right there. 
And this is dumb. And she goes, well, fine, do something about it. And my mother is a writer for actually one of our local papers. It was for about a dozen years, I think. And she's a three-time published author of novels. They're all on Amazon. So she said, do something about it. And I said, you know what? Fine. Maybe I will. You know, just like a punk kid says to his mom, fine. Maybe I will. And then I was driving back to Eau Claire and I started thinking, you know, that's not a bad idea. But the original idea, it then got turned into, I wanted to start a sports thing, like a sports center for our area. Because it's, well, what's going on at this, this volleyball tournament for middle school in Kadat or something? I don't know. Uh, so then it kind of transitioned to that. But then I ended up going back to, you know what? Every time I look at the news, this is just terrible. Like, it's dumb. You're paying for old news, and there's no online presence, no digital presence. Nobody's using social media, which that's stupid. I mean, your cell phone, it's, it's innovative, but it's not, I'm, I'm not inventing something. Like, this is what everybody else does. So uh, that was it. I, I just made a decision after 20 years in the business world that, I don't know, there's a hole here, and I think I can fill it. Uh, I, I'm not a writer. I'm not a journalist. I've never gone to school for this. I don't have a degree in anything. I've never had a previous job. I literally have no business running this business. And yet somehow it's working, dude. <laughs> I mean, I think it's because, you know, it's the innovation. It's, it's being unbiased. It's just presenting facts when a lot of our bread and butter is, is writing crime and court stuff. So we have to request. And, of course, you have to pay like a buck fifty a page for all these criminal complaints. And you get those. And then you write a story on that. Uh, then you have to track it to make sure that you follow it to the end. So I think that's just responsible, not just the first story. It's, you know, follow it to the end. If I'm guilty, not guilty, a plea or whatever. So, you know, we started doing a lot of that stuff because I also think that we should not be scared because in our area, it's North Wisconsin. It's, uh, hey, let's let's go vacation. It's wonderful. It's great. You know what? We got dark corners, too, just like you do in your neighborhood and in your city and your county and in your state. That's We just do, and I think it's okay Let's just not be scared of it. Let's talk about it. Let's shine a spotlight in those dark areas. It's not dark anymore. Um, so we started doing that, and we got a lot of heat for that right away because our local papers don't like covering that stuff. Uh, so, again, we've just kind of adapted. We didn't do any of those for the first year. We started doing you know, a few more after that, or started it and then did a few more and a few more. And now we do a lot of that. I say right now, incidents, alerts, like press releases from law enforcement about a crash or a fatality, which is always unfortunate. Um, incidents, alerts, crime in court, which those are our original stories, and uh, um, politics and government. Actually, this is last year. I would say that is our third biggest one. And again, none of these three we did at all the first year. Really? None. And honestly, I have no, I mean, looking back, it's, holy, we had one feature story a week. We put like two things up. Uh, thankfully, mom writes for Dragon Run. She does human interest stories and hers always go huge. Uh, it was, we were just really making everything up as we're going and learning as we were going. And we rely heavily on Google Analytics because what's the point of taking the time to publish something when nobody wants to actually read it? Like if you get a paper and you just open it up in the second page, there's a story about, I don't know, fishing. How do the newspapers know that anyone's actually reading it? How do they know? They don't. You have no clue. But you as a reader of the paper think, oh, people must like this because there it is on the second page. That is so stupid. Like, how do you track that? So every one of our articles, of course, is Google Analytics. So I can see, all right, if this doesn't get a thousand people reading it, we're not doing these anymore. Because what's the point? It's a waste of my time. So we've been able to adapt over the years to figure out what is it exactly. 
Now, obviously, there's an extreme there. I mean, we could just post or do stories about, I don't know, strip clubs. That'd probably get a lot of clicks, right? <laughs> I'm not saying pro strip clubs. I'm just saying like anything at all that was strip clubs or, or porn stuff or, or, or I don't know. It, it, pick anything the most like salacious or the most clickbaity type thing, which we do not do. Of course, our numbers would go up, but that's only for a little bit because then the numbers will start going down because they don't want to be a part of this. They don't want to go there. You got to build a trust with your readers. You got to build a relationship. And we've gone through ups and downs. Some people still say we're wildly left-leaning and some say we're wildly right-leaning. I think as long as those keep coming in and they're equal, then, they, then, then, then we're good. I agree. I agree. I was trying to, when I first started watching your show, I'm like, is this a righty show or is this a Yo, lefty show? I That's I can't everybody tell. tries to figure it out. It's like, guy. I'm like, well, here's Jarko, but then here's Chris Fitzgerald. Like, wh- like, what is this? So I, I, I yeah. found it interesting and I learned from, from both parties for sure. So like, for example, nice. let's say I'm right now, I'm writing a blues rock record. And mm. so to do that blues, um, there's a certain chord progression you have like so I listen to blues guys like BB King or Billy Gibbons or Albert King or whatever. Those are my references for me to create my blues record. So when you mm. created this online show, your persona, your sound, the look, the whole who were your references? Who were your influences to start up Dryden Wire, especially these online shows? Well, when it comes to the visual part, there wasn't any. It was, we just kind of sound <laughs> panels. Uh, uh, right, yeah. And actually, well, yeah, nobody can see that. And actually I had to turn this desk around because we have a green screen and I didn't know if this was a, an audio or a video thing. And I'm like, well, I don't, it's zoom. So I don't think they let me use a green screen, but the sound panel, it was just Google and that's it. There you go. There's my influence. Those are not when actual sound up, panels. Uh, no, they are. No, what I'm saying, no, I'm sorry. I turn my desk around because on the other side of this is normally where my desk is and there's a green screen behind me. But right now, no. And obviously, I'm sure you know, the sound panels in front of you are actually probably more important than sound panels, you know, behind you. <laughs> so I just turned it around because I didn't know if we're doing this like a video chat or if it was just an audio thing. So I didn't know that. Uh, so it was just Google. You just figure it out and start, uh, okay, what kind of this? We've gone through... You know, we had like a blue a Yeti microphone. We went through like Behringer microphones. We went through some other micro, and, fi- and I kept running with so much frustration. I said, "Screw it!" So I just that's it. What's the best microphone? So we just got uh, this. Um, what is it? Electro Voice it was a uh, I don't know 20, 27 ND something. Yeah, I don't know. It was like six hundred bucks or five or six hundred. And yeah, it's when it comes to this. Wow, we should have done that from day one. Right. But you have to go through all those things. And we, when we first started all these, we were using, again, that Blue Yeti microphone, just a USB microphone. I'm sure most people know what that is. And it's terrible. I mean, it's good for what it does, but it, boy, the, the, it picks up so much stuff. Uh, 150 bucks, and we had a $70 webcam. That's it. So we were, ha- and we only did at the time, like in studio chats. So we're having judges on and district attorneys and all this. And they walk in. And I had a desk that no kidding, dude. It was a, a, a small little table, a round table that it needed to be higher to fit our chairs. So I put like some two by four chunks underneath it to raise it. But then I put a blanket on top of it and I cut out the, the base of a bed. Uh, uh, not a, um, uh, What's that plyboard thing? Plywood? It goes in like a, yeah, well, there you go. 
I want to tell you all one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B. Dale Club, located on the corner of Conroe B. And Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. The food at T-Birds Cafe and Takeaway, as I call it, is always out of this world. I'm so excited to be back rocking B-Dale each and every Thursday evening. Jonesy for some uh, JT Bubba Burgers as well. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Kate, Shelly, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that if we talk about one of these podcast ads, the Wallers Wood Hill cocktails are selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo nights, botch tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Um, so obviously that's very rectangular. So I just like made it a triangle and I set it on top. I grabbed some landscaping cloth and stapled it to the top. And I told everyone of my guests that came in, like, don't put your arms on this. Or it's gonna everything is gonna fall apart. <laughs> so they would walk in and like, wow, you know, this is one really small and two. Wow. It's almost like I'm really disappointed. This is not very professional. Not very good equipment here. It's like, no, nah. but it looks fine on camera. Right? It just, nobody knew that it was just horrible behind. So, but I'm glad. Like, if somebody gave me 15 grand five years ago and said, all right, start a show, I wouldn't be where I am today. Because I needed to go through that and go, man, why is this audio suck? Why is this mixer not? So I had a different mixer. And how do I connect the audio from here from the Skype call? How do I do it? So you research and you'll learn, but you appreciate it. I don't know how you grew up, but most people I know, they grew up not with a silver spoon in their mouth. Uh, right, and and you don't get fancy things for Christmas, and you and you, you got to work your butt off just to make it through life, man. And and that's great because that gives you the character, that gives you your substance and who you are. So I'm so glad we started this with just like 300 bucks and just kind of making it up as we're going. Because the guest was, at least for me, the guest was more important to me than any of the other stuff. Now, obviously, we've been trying to get a little bit better and better, and we're getting newer equipment and. Uh, so that's obviously nice, uh, but I kind of like the fact that we have a great origin story. Absolutely. Can, uh, oh my goodness! And, uh, you know that's a that's a conversation for another day. The things that have happened during some of our shows that nobody knew about are just epic. Oh, give us my one goodness. example. Uh, I can't. I mean, I I can. I could give you a whole bunch of things. Uh, let, yeah, yeah. Let's save that for part two. Okay, save that for part two. Um, yeah. So. A couple more questions before we wrap this up, sure. but but uh, sure. who would be like? I have a list of guests that I, I have going. Like um, folks, I'd love to get on there. Some bigger names, some lesser names. What would be a dream guest you would love to have on Dryden Wire? I can't think of one. Well, like at, a well, governor as, or something like who? Like who would who would be a good? Uh, no, guest? I keep for. Oh shoot! Thank you. Hold on, I gotta write that down. I keep forgetting. Uh, because we've had like uh, Governor Walker on, we've had Attorney General, uh, Wisconsin Attorney General on, we've, uh, you know, Congress. So the political part of it certainly, and judges and DAs and sheriffs and chiefs of police. Uh, boy, I don't know. How do you I reach out to your guests? Just send them an email, like I sent to you, or how do you go about? Well, doing to that? be perfectly honest, we don't really do that. Uh, starting in 2020, it's very seldom that we actually reach out. Usually, it's Someone who reaches out to us or like we had Speaker Voss on uh, Wisconsin, uh, Republican Speaker Voss on. And that was through another person. Another person said, hey, you know, we should have the person on. And 
It's yeah, that's fine. So we actually, I can't remember the last time we actually reached out to someone and said, Hey, would you want to come on now? It's more, I want to come on. So I think now, I th- you know, I've never actually said that out loud or thought about that before. You know, I think that's a good sign, right? That, that yeah. <laughs> So your ideal song would be Red Hot Chili Peppers. Don't stop or can't stop for can't an intro. Yeah, it gets you pumped yes. up every time. And yep. your other one would be by P Diddy from the two. Well, I mean, this is at the you know top of my head. Uh, what, I'm trying to think what are the hits he had. I'll no, be watching you. No, definitely not. <laughs> that song. One hundred percent no on that. That one. song is the shits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Literally, as soon as we're finished here, I'll be able to find it. Because that's how it always goes. Oh, my God. That's funny. Well, just another behind-the-scenes thing. Uh, I just got a phone call from my eye doctor, and I'm not sure if it stopped recording or not, and I do this for five years. So I might have lost a chunk of our talk. I don't think so, but I hope not. It's always something, isn't it, in this this world? Yeah, so Tom Tiffany, that's like this ongoing joke, it seems like, with Congressman Tom Tiffany, who he was the uh, representative, then he was a state, he was our senator in, I don't know what district, northeast Wisconsin. And he would come on, and now, of course, he's a congressperson uh, in the House in uh, in D.C., representing nor- most of north of Wisconsin, specifically northwest Wisconsin. And he would come on, and he has horrible internet connection. And then all of a sudden, like 20 minutes into our chat, he just froze. So then a month later, because he does a monthly chat with us, and then the next month he comes on, and uh, I think we made it 25 minutes into it, and then his battery dies on his computer because then he froze again. I'm like, okay, so this is – and they were already like bad video and audio quality stuff. So the next time he was, I think in River Falls, closer to your area, uh, doing something, some campaign event uh, a couple months ago, Great internet connection, high speed. Everything's all set up. He's in a hotel. We're doing it live. 20 minutes into it, again, froze. <laughs> like, what? And then he texts me right and He's like, power just went out in the hotel. So are you freaking kidding me? Can we just do a show and get through it? Oh, my God. So we just did one a couple weeks ago, and that was, I think, our first time we've gotten through a show in a few months. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Can't help, man. Live shows, dude. Hey, where do you get your merch, man? I want to get a Dryden Wire trucker hat. Um, Actually, we're trying to go through a different company because we need somebody different. So the last person is no longer works there. and Okay. Uh, so don't know. We went through someone. I can't remember who it is. I don't remember what company she worked for. I mean, like I knew who it was. Uh, we have hats. We have like our face mask and our gaiters and sweatshirts and shirts. And But uh, we're looking for someone new. I think we just contacted someone last week, so I'm not sure uh, okay. if anything will come from that. But, yeah. Cool, man. A lot of Dryden wears stuff, man. Heck, yeah. All right, Ben Dryden. The founder and host of the online news outlet, Dryden Wire. Thanks for being on the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope we could do one of those shows with you and Chris for sure, man. Yeah, we'll definitely set it up. Thank you so much, brother, for uh, for having me on. It was an absolute treat. Um, look forward to seeing a lot more coming out uh, from all your podcasts. Soon. All right. Thanks, Ben. Have a good day, brother.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. Put you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, Heidi Chrysler, Pine City, and the BDL Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.